On this episode of the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast, we're dreaming of spring. If you don't know what that means just yet, that's okay. You will. I'm going to take you step by step through this important process. This is one of the most exciting parts of the whole garden, and it's where your backyard garden begins. I can't wait to dream with you. Let's dig in. Hey, Zone 9 Gardener, did you know that where you live, you can grow gorgeous vegetables, herbs, and flowers year-round? In the Wild Child Garden, we harvest 52 weeks a year. There's never a need for cover crops, never a time when we can't plant something, and there's always room to add beauty to our garden space. I'm going to inspire you to turn your garden into a Wild Child Garden right here on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder of Wild Child Kitchen Gardens and your host. I teach busy women how to grow gorgeous food in any space. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig in. All gardens begin right now. Did you know that? Have you ever thought about that before? That's not really something that we think about. We think gardening begins in March and wraps up in July or August. And that just couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, The garden that you want starts today. What you harvest in the summer is directly related to what you're dreaming about right now. We don't think about this as a culture, but I think if we did, our gardens would grow like crazy. In the wild child garden, we garden year round. We are always planning We're always picking and we're always planting something new. It's a cycle that we go through month after month, season after season, and it makes gardening so much fun. But if you've never dreamed of your garden, if you've never really sat down and just thought about what you want out of your garden, I can tell you what's going to happen is you're going to be left not getting what you want. It's just that simple. Amazing gardens don't just happen, but underperforming, overwhelming, discouraging, frustrating, and not satisfying gardens definitely do. We want to do something different this year. We want to make sure that you have a plan and a plan starts with a dream. It's the best part. I want to dream with you today. I want to show you how I dream of spring and I want to make sure that you're dreaming of spring too. It may feel like winter outside, But March is right around the corner. If you don't get started now, that garden of your dreams is never going to happen. So let's dig in. Before we start dreaming, I have a couple rules. So we're not just going to dream of spring um, on a whim or while we're busy or distracted or while we're watching TV with the family at night. We are going to prioritize this dream time because trust me when I tell you, you want to have it and you want to be able to enjoy it. This is what we've been waiting on all winter. It's the first peek into what our spring is going to look like. Covet this time. It is sacred. Make sure that you set aside some good quality time where you can be free You can turn your phone off, get rid of all the distractions, and really just enjoy the process of dreaming of your new garden. We're going to start just by kind of setting the stage of what that might look like. For me, 
I love to dream of spring outside. I want to be curled up in a blanket, in a chair, in the yard, with the sun on my face, with the birds chirping and flying around, and I just want to be outdoors to do this. You certainly don't have to be. You could be inside, cozied up by the fire. You could be sitting at your kitchen table with a glass of nice warm tea or coffee. You don't have to have a certain spot or a certain ritual or plan, but what's important is that you set aside the time to do this. I tell the gardeners that I coach all the time, when we prioritize our gardens and when we give to our gardens, our gardens give back tenfold. That's why we tend them, right? That's why we nurture them and we love on them all season. We feed them because we want them to give back to us. We want happy gardens. But this first step of dreaming is really sort of like a symbol. It's sort of like the first stake that you're putting in the ground to say, hey, I prioritize my garden. I prioritize things. When I do things, I do them well. When I do things, I do them right. Anything worth doing is worth me setting aside some time for. That's the first thing I want you to really think about. And what I really want you to kind of wrap your head around We like to multitask. We like to do a bunch of things at once. I'm guilty as charged. But for this, I want you to enjoy it. I want you to find some quiet time. I want you to go sit alone. And I really just want you to dream. And I want you to ask yourself a few things. The first thing is, if I could have any garden in the world, what would it be? What would it look like? If there were no obstacles, no budgets, no time constraints, no other obligations, what would this garden of mine look like? Jot some things down. For me, one of my garden dreams is that I would have pathways leading to different sections of my garden. The way my garden is set up now is basically a rectangle that's fenced in with several raised beds. And my chicken coop grounds the entire area and I have a big, huge garden table in the middle and I love it. And those were my garden dreams five years ago. Five years ago, I remember dreaming of a garden table. It's all I could think about. It's all I wanted. I just envisioned my family outside eating dinner at the garden table with all of the beauty around us. I dreamed of these garden-to-table meals being served fresh right out in the garden where they came from. The more I dreamed about it, the more I desired it, the more I knew that it was something I wanted to make reality for me. And it took me several years to get my garden table, but it's a dream come true. And it makes me love my garden all the more. Now my dream is these pathways been my dream for the last two seasons. I can't get it out of my head. I want these little secret gardens all over. How I'm going to make that happen, I don't even know yet. But it's my dream and it's what I sort of think about when I'm dreaming of spring. That's where it all starts for me. These big, crazy, outrageous dreams that more than likely won't come true this season. Now you might be thinking to yourself, if it's not going to come true, then why would I even dream about it? Because that's the whole point of dreaming. 
I didn't say that we were planning for spring. I didn't say that we were scheduling spring or sketching out our spring garden beds. No, that's not what we're doing. We're dreaming big, outrageous dreams that most likely won't come true in one season. And in doing that, we get excited about what is reality in our gardens. But it all starts here with these big, crazy, outrageous dreams. So what are yours this year? Do you have a big, outrageous dream of maybe you're going to put in some arches? Maybe you would love to have an arch. That was a dream of mine several years ago. I wanted an arch in the middle of my garden full of roses. Now every day when I look out and I see that arch full of roses, I know that dreams can come true. I am reminding myself that I can do things that I set my mind to. I'm reminding myself that the garden is so much more than just vegetables, herbs, and flowers. That garden is a place where magic happens. And I want to be out there. And every time I go out there and every time I sit at my garden table and every time I look at my beautiful blooming roses, I am reminded that my garden dreams came true. And yours will come true too. But it all starts right now with this big, crazy, no limit dream that we want to dream. And of course, we're going to pare that down. We're going to take our time from now all the way to planting. And we're going to pare down and we're really going to think about what actually can come true. But that's not what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now is dreaming big. And it's so much fun. This episode of the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast is brought to you by the Wild Child Kitchen Garden Academy, where you can learn how to create your very own beautiful backyard kitchen garden just in time for the spring season in an online work at your own pace course. In the Wild Child Kitchen Garden Academy, you will learn how to grow a year-round backyard kitchen garden in whatever space you have. I'm going to take you to school, garden school that is, to help you learn how to build your backyard dream garden grow your backyard dream garden, and harvest from your backyard dream garden. That's right. The Academy takes you from planning to picking and every step in between, all from the comfort of your own home. This online program takes you through every step of the garden experience and will have you ready to harvest all season long. You will learn how to design your own kitchen garden, build your soil, plant the right plants at the right time, incorporate companions, and grow a healthy garden the right way so that you can harvest all season long. This program is intended to be completed in eight weeks, and you will be harvesting your favorite vegetables shortly after. I'm going to teach you all my tricks, show you all the ways we can bend the rules, and give you all the tools you need to succeed. I would love to have you in the program. We start February 6th. Join us at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash academy. Once you've got these big, giant, unrealistic, outrageous dreams down, I want you to start thinking about things that you've already accomplished in your garden. I want you to start thinking about those dreams that have already come true. Did you grow tomatoes for the first time last year? Did you try out okra and couldn't believe how much you harvested? Did you follow a garden coach on Wild Child Kitchen Garden's Facebook page and plant those bush beans? <laughs> I will forever be telling you to plant those bush beans. Maybe you did that. These are the things that we want to focus on second. 
those wins. Yeah, we're dreaming, but we always start moving forward by looking back. And we want to remember all of the things that we love about our garden. It's hard to see sometimes. It's hard to think of tomatoes and cucumbers when it's cold outside and wet and rainy. But I'm telling you, if you do this, you will start getting more and more excited about those tomatoes and cucumbers, and that will inspire you to start making a way to harvest them. That all starts right now. Here's why. If you wait until the weather's beautiful and the plants are in the nursery to start dreaming of spring, you don't have time to. So one of two things is going to happen. Number one, you're not going to do it at all. You're just going to go to the nursery. You're going to get what you want and you're going to plant. Or you're going to start dreaming and you're going to be late in planting. I don't want either of those things for you. I want you to have the garden of your dreams. And we do that by dreaming big and then by looking back. So as we're looking back, I want you to think of all your wins. Did you finally get rid of weeds in that one particular bed that's been driving you crazy for two seasons? Did you finally get rid of all the ants? Maybe you harvested a bunch of tomatoes before the hornworms got here. Or did you grow the pumpkin that you have been trying to grow for five years? These are the things that we want to celebrate. So while you're dreaming big and you're looking back, you're also going to celebrate. What did you love about your garden last year? For some of us, it's not even a vegetable. It's an experience. Maybe you loved planting flower seeds with your daughter. Maybe you loved creating those herb bundles that you toted around and handed out to all of your neighbors. Maybe you loved bouquets and making these beautiful cut flower bouquets right from your garden that you had all over your house all summer long. Maybe it was just one thing in particular. For me, one thing that stands out is my creeping rosemary. I've never had creeping rosemary before until about two years ago, and I will never go back. It literally creeps, so it spills over the fronts of your beds, and it's gorgeous, and you can smell it as soon as you get into the garden. I love my creeping rosemary. Tell you what else I love, my strawberries. I love picking strawberries with my daughters. And even though they're grown now, there are so many memories attached to picking those strawberries. I want to feel that way every single time I go out there and see a new strawberry flower. I want to be reminded of how much I love growing strawberries. What is it for you? What are your big wins? What did you love in your garden last year? Once you've got that figured out, I want you to think then about what did you learn from your garden last year? So while we're dreaming big and we're looking back and we're celebrating, we also want to make sure we're celebrating what we learned. I didn't say, where did you fail in your garden last year? And that's very important. No, I said, what did you learn? Because what you learned, you're going to take with you into this new season. And if you're anything like me, You've probably already forgotten it, but believe me, you'll remember it as soon as it happens again this year. That's why we're taking the time now to reflect on these things, to remember these things so that when we get to our garden and we're ready to plant, we won't make the same mistakes again. So what are some of the things that you learned? What did your garden teach you? 
last year. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? What did my garden teach me last year? I love that. Maybe it's something that you grew. Maybe something didn't go as planned. What would you do differently? Maybe you planted those cucumbers too early and you had a frost come in and and wipe out your whole vine. Maybe you planted them too late. So by the time they started fruiting, it was really, really hot and dry. And so they were bitter. What did you learn? One thing I learned last year is that I really have a cherry tomato problem. And I don't want that many cherry tomatoes. In fact, most normal people can get away with one cherry tomato plant in their garden. That will keep you in cherry tomatoes all summer. So why in the world did I have six cherry tomato plants? That was too much. And while I loved it, they took up way too much room. They were very difficult to train and wrangle in. And I ended up having to put them on my tomato sandwiches because I didn't have many slicers. I don't want to do that again. That's what I learned. I also learned that my corn needs to be planted a little bit sooner. Because once it turns hot, those worms come and they will destroy it right before it's time to be picked. I also learned that I can plant varieties of vegetables that are resistant naturally to the squash vine borer. And I can harvest a whole lot more squash and zucchini and melons and pumpkins if I do that. When I think about those things that I learned, I get really excited to try again. The garden is the only place I know of that you can do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. And I love the garden for it. I get so excited about the possibility of trying this squash again, but making it a different variety to see if I can harvest more. I get so excited about trying to harvest more tomatoes than I did last year. More corn than I did last year. More eggplant. More okra. I get so excited about the opportunity to try again. The garden is so good at reminding us of that. The garden reminds us that we get another chance. We never run out of second chances. And we don't run out of second chances in life either. It's never too late To say I'm sorry, pick up the pieces, and try again. It's never too late to learn from something. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. The garden reminds us of that as we're going to go out there and we're going to do the same thing that we did last year, again this year. And we're going to hope for different results. So what did you learn? What did you learn from your garden last year? What did your garden teach you? What would you do differently this year? And what are you going to try again but hope for different results on? When you take the time to really dream of spring, when you sit down uninterrupted with no distractions in a block of time that's a gift just to you from yourself, and you find your coziest spot 
or the place that you loved with your sketchbook and you sit down and you just start writing and you just start drawing and you just start dreaming of your spring garden, what you're going to find as you dream these big, huge dreams and as you look back on the gardens that you've grown in the past, as you celebrate what you loved last year and what you learned, what you're going to find is that you're going to make these dreams come true because you're going to start thinking about your garden now, which means that you're going to start putting things into place now that will set you up for an amazing garden season. The garden begins in January with a dream. Don't miss this most important part of the entire garden year. Anyone who thinks that the garden begins in spring and ends in fall misses the best part of the whole year. I could not agree more. When you start dreaming of spring, you're going to find that your garden is going to come to life for you in a way that it never has before. You're going to find that you're going to want to be out there. You're going to see your garden in a different way. You're going to remember those things you loved. You're going to remember what it's taught you. You're going to celebrate all those wins that you've kind of already forgotten about. We love it in the moment, and then we move on to the next thing. Don't let this time slip away from you. Dream of spring. Get excited about the season that's coming. And get ready because it's going to be here before you know it. I really hope that you dream of spring in January so that you can bring those dreams to life in March. That's what it's all about. And in the Wild Child Garden Club and Kitchen Garden Academy, we never stop dreaming. We dream year-round, and it's the best part. I hope you've been inspired today to dream of spring, and I hope that this has excited you about the possibilities that are available to you right outside your back door. Your spring garden starts now with a dream. I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.